Breathing Space Fade and Frontier contains adult language and situations, including alcohol use and romantic relationships. Additional sensory contact warnings can be found in the show notes. I ain't got no home to go to, I ain't got nothing to sell, but my stars will never leave me, even when I'm sold to hell. I was born under a blue sky, and I'll die out in the black. When I'm gone, don't no one mourn me, cause my debts will drag me back. From Nova News Network, the number of protesters has increased in the past 24 hours. They are now blocking all entrances to the Stanford University Solar Research Laboratory. The protest, which began three days ago after a speech by Westcott Provena Aerospace CEO Marina Westcott, is in response to a leaked report detailing the preliminary results of research from the Oculohelios Solar Observation Station on Seoul and its storm cycle. The report, which has not been substantiated, is written in highly inflammatory language and contains data which seems to indicate massive disturbances in the sun's electromagnetic fields. It advises a general evacuation of at-risk locations such as orbital platforms and settlements closer to Seoul, alongside verbose criticism of individuals who choose to live in unprotected locations. Though authorship has not been verified, experts agree that it did in fact come from the Oculohelios station, currently in stationary orbit with Sol's corona. The report, its language, the accompanying recommendations, and the data itself have been loudly denounced by many members of the CBR's Legislative Congress, as well as leading names in the aerospace and solar protection industry. It does, however, have some support. A bill put forward by San Jose Congresswoman Elena Bell proposes to begin this shutdown and evacuation but it is currently tied up in debate. Marina Westcott's speech, which will be rebroadcast on this channel at 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, argued that regardless as to the accuracy of the data, the fact that it was written alongside harmful and incorrect stereotypes of Terrans invalidated any recommendations it contained. She further claimed that even should the data be correct, sun protection should be the responsibility and choice of the individual, and that such a shutdown would destroy the Republic's economy, added further fuel to the fire, was supported and seconded by Preston Jorgensen, Yukon founder and CEO, who's- Why are you listening to that? You know it's just gonna piss you off. I just keep expecting something to have changed. Look, if they didn't think the data was right the first time they read it, another few days aren't gonna have made a difference. How many people do you think actually read the report anyway? As opposed to having it spoon-fed to them by the red lines. Some people must have. Even if they didn't, how can they believe what they're saying? I mean, they're protesting reality, facts. I don't, how can you, have you seen some of the signs? Not really, pisses me off. Why, what do they say? Sun cycle equals natural. God made the circle of life. The models are wrong. Don't trust Belter scientists. Tyranny spreads at the speed of evacuation. Terran research for Terran citizens. What? Oh, hey, Senja. I thought you were scheduled for time on the seismograph. Oh, I got the next scan running, but it's going to take 12 hours to process. I left Novak to babysit. Exploiting the new guy? 
Not exploiting, really. Just letting him do the boring. Okay. Maybe exploiting a little. But he makes it so easy. He takes everything so damn seriously. And you wouldn't know a joke if it bit him. Plus, he's so determined to prove I'm doing something wrong, he practically volunteered to check my work. He's a genius, Zenja. He's on his fifth doctorate, and he's only, what, 25, 26? I know, I know. It's just hard not to, you know, take a little advantage. Especially because he thinks I'm incompetent. Have you heard some of the things he said to me? Okay, he's a little... Arrogant. That's not. But leaving him to do your... It's not you he talks about. But fine. I'll go back and let him off the hook. In a minute. What were you talking about? The report. It's reception on Terra. Oh, God. What happened now? Just more fallout. They still protesting? Yeah, it looks like they're blaming everything on Stanford. Do they think that will help? I have no idea. What does that even mean? Terran's research for Terran citizens. Do they think we're lying about everything? More than half of us are Terran. What's the limit for Belters in Terran research? What even is Terran research? <laughs> it means that since we're not all from Earth, doing the research on Earth they have a built-in reason to know we're wrong. Or lying. Of course, if we were all from Earth, they just found another reason to call us liars. I don't understand. Where are you from, Danielle? Somewhere in the belt, right? Characlo. Which is... Oh, I keep forgetting Terrans don't generally know belt astrogeography. Hey, but you're right. It's a supplemented natural asteroid in a stabilized orbit between Jupiter and Uranus. Okay, that's what I thought. Why? Nothing bad. <laughs> no worry. Even if I'd started with the standard Terran prejudices about people from the belt, I had plenty of time at both Tycho and GGU to have them lectured out of me. But what I was going to say... So it seems like the further out you get, the further away from Seoul, I mean, the more people are... I don't know quite how to phrase this. Remember a hostile workplace training, Marcus. Sandra, come on. Do I seem like someone who's going to start spouting planetary patriot slogans? No, of course not. What were you going to say? I've just noticed that it seems like the further out you get, the more likely you are to actually listen to the people who have the education training, really, to back up what they say. Or maybe a better way to say it is that the closer you are to terror, the less it matters if someone knows what they're talking about. If they can talk about it persuasively. <laughs> what? It's a generalization, of course, and everyone knows that all generalizations are false, and of course there are exceptions for both sides, but much as I love my planetary peers, we are not a people who respect education. <laughs> that that can't really be true. There are how many different settlements on Earth again? Five or six? 
They have to have at least minimal cultural differences. Charlkites are different from Haumians, and they're orbital twins. You're letting Balte Geographic Ignorance show, Daniel. Oh? They're called countries on Terra. Oh, yes, of course. I knew that. But my point stands. You're right. Of course, we're not all the same. People from the BRC are different from people in the federal states of America are different from people in England or France or Hong Kong. But overall, Terrans trust their guts. And their guts tend to go along with whoever appeals to them best, which generally ain't the scientists. Some of the best technological innovations in the past 100 years have come out of Terra. Yes, well, we have the largest population, don't we? It would be impossible not to have a proportionate share of human intelligence. But overall, we're emotional, illogical, and willing to completely ignore guidelines for safety or health if they interfere with what we perceive as our deserved quality of life. In short, we're all fairly stupid. Marcus! I'm a Terran. I'm allowed to say that kind of thing. And from what I've seen, at least Belters aren't. Stupid, I mean. Or at least you're not stupid about things that could kill you. Hmm. When you put it that way, I suppose it's that we, Belters, know that our lives depend on trusting the tech and the people who made and repair it. After all, if we don't listen to our 8-back tech's recommendations, we, well, lose Atmo and die. Which really is a rather large incentive. Terrence, uh... We're spoiled. No, not at all. I didn't mean... It's the truth. Marcus? Taryn, allowed to say it. Look, I'm not saying Terra deserves to get hit if... when a solar storm happens. Of course they don't. I'm saying that it don't surprise me that the people down there are willing to bury their heads in the sand. There has to be something we can do to get them to take this seriously. I'm hoping the data coming out of the solar system regilab will be enough. Novak is the one saying enough fun this time. And he's here entirely on his provide the money. If they're going to listen to anyone, it would be him. He's an insufferable pedant. Yes, but he's the insufferable pedant. And he was so sure his numbers would disprove ours. It has to mean something when he reports they're accurate. So he's replicating Modu's work? Out to five significant figures. We know the what. It's the when we can't pin down. So it is a when now, not an if. As I said, the question at this point is how bad it's going to be. And how much time we have to prepare. <sighs> Shit. Solar Cycle Year 10, Day 315. Research Notes, Dr. Septimus Novak. I have been at the Oculohelios station for 90 days, and despite allowing my fellows a significant amount of time to demonstrate their competence and intelligence, I remain profoundly disappointed. However, I also understand why it was so vital to bring me on board. What with this being the premier facility for solar research, and given how selective the criteria are for its research staff, I had anticipated a situation where I would, for once, be working among my peers. This has not proven to be the case. 
When I was offered the position, Ms. Westcott privately met with me to make clear the importance of my impartiality. It seems that prior to my arrival, the facility had been terribly mismanaged and put forward some less than reliable data, as well as rather alarmist recommendations based on that data. I have seen the so-called report that was somehow released from this facility onto Terra for public consumption, and it is indeed quite troublesome, suggesting a catastrophic solar event within the next six months. However, given the unlikeliness of that occurrence and the rather inflammatory nature of the notes themselves, I agree with Ms. Westcott that it is likely to be more fear-mongering speculation than grounded science. In addition, the fact that the report itself was broadcast off this facility without formal authorization represents a grave failure in oversight. I mean no disparagement toward Dr. Page, of course. He is clearly a brilliant man. He does, however, seem to have rather blind approval of his people and a reluctance to critique their work, however obviously flawed it might be. I intend to work to change this station's reputation, and Ms. Westcott will be a valuable ally in this. While I am not, of course, reporting to her, I believe that checking in with her at regular intervals will help to rehabilitate how Oculohelios is seen by both the corporate and scientific community. I will do my work efficiently and well, and if they are any kind of scientists at all, the others here will rise to my level. I am here to chart the Schwab sunspot, and trivial interpersonal interactions aren't going to break my concentration. On that note, there have been some rather troubling developments with the Schwab spot. I have been using my time on the acoustic spectrometer to see if I can pin down the frequency which the spot is putting out, but so far the results have been inconsistent. Preliminary numbers seem to support the first conclusions that came out of Oculohelios, indicating that it's increasing, and at the sort of rate I would expect to occur over several cyclic years, not days. While I continue to believe that he is taking an exaggerated view of the potential risks, my first round of tests do appear to match those Dr. Page presented, and on which he based his evacuation recommendations. That fact is unsettling. It was not at all what I expected to find, and I am concerned that, perhaps... As I told Miss Westcott in our White Line call the other day, their accuracy simply isn't possible. Even our current proximity to the end of the solar cycle shouldn't have that sort of effect. If they were to be accurate, the system would be facing a catastrophe the likes of which has not been seen in recorded history, which is simply impossible. I had thought there was something wrong with the data itself before I arrived, but having taken the most recent set of measurements myself, I know that the procedures were conducted correctly. I had imagined there's something wrong with the spectrometer's calibration that has been entrusted entirely to Dr. Kotonescu, who manages the helioacoustics lab, but is continually distracted by Terran Redline broadcasts. But I have recalibrated it myself twice now and rerun the tests and gotten no more believable. Hey, Tim, you busy? My name is Septimus, Dr. Medina. I'm not currently working. I am, however, updating my notes. Yeah, okay. A anyway, could you come to the mag lab? There's something weird in the readings. Modu wanted to get your opinion. Yes, of course. Tell Dr. Page I'll be there as soon as I finish my notes. Got it. 
Tim, have you been keeping up with the news coming in from Terra? What Marina Westcott's been saying? Given that you won the grand, I, uh, I was wondering if you know she's basically eviscerating our reputation on Planet Side News. I haven't seen the need, Dr. Medina. I was under the impression Oculo Helios is fully funded through the next year, as is my grant. Funding's probably secure, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not worried about money. Okay, I'm not worried about money much. I'm referring to her saying that we're manufacturing a crisis, that Modu's push to evacuate Terran sites and the orbitals is a bid for political control. Dr. Medina, I keep myself quite busy with my research. Science is not a matter of politics. It's a matter of facts. Sure, it's just that you're in contact with her, aren't you? I was reconciling the comm logs, and I saw that- I was not aware comm logs were a matter of public record. They aren't. Sorry, I just need to check. And, um, anyway, do you talk to her? Ms. Westcott and I have a comfortable working relationship, yes. Have you been keeping her current on the results you're getting? I haven't seen any reason for secrecy. No, of course, but has she said anything about the protests or why she's arguing against our data? Dr. Medina, while I appreciate your concern and propriety, I can assure that Ms. Westcott and I have more important things to discuss than some irritated Terrans. <sighs> sure you do. I'm sorry, Dr. Medina, but Dr. Page needed me. So, if you'll excuse me, I have to finish my notes. Yeah, fine. I'll, I'll tell Moda you're coming. To sum up, Overall, while I am incredibly satisfied with the quality of equipment available at the Oculo Helios Solar Research Station, I am vastly disappointed in my fellow scientists. I will nonetheless make the most of my time here and produce accurate and meaningful results, which I will also share with Westcott Pravina. End log. should be able to at least finish out this run. It's been scanning for 18 hours. If we kill it now, we'll lose all that data and have to rerun Septimus. Good. You were on Seismograph 1 yesterday, weren't you? During my assigned time only. Of course. Uh, what kind of readings were you getting? Nothing out of the ordinary. Why? How long a scan did you set up? A standard 12-hour cycle. Is there something wrong, Dr. Page? No wrong, not... Just, uh, come take a look at these numbers. Hmm. Hmm. Have you recalibrated? Of course. That is a quite alarming acceleration. Indeed. This does seem to indicate that our previous estimates were conservative, to say the least. Doctor, are you sure that the calibrations were done correctly? I know Dr. Wrightfield traditionally handles them, and it seems it would be prudent Are to... you insinuating I don't know how to calibrate a solar seismograph? I would not be interested in insinuating anything. I simply wanted to alert Dr. Page to the possibility that... That's... interesting. 
That's a kind of interesting, that mean. Potentially catastrophic and largely unexpected, isn't it? Something to that effect. Septimus, can you take over the, the optical controls, please? Senja, the EM calibrations? Thank you. I think we can be more precise if we adjust slowly, you, you too. How much on the seismograph? I'm going to try to negate drift velocity, see if we can do something less... Uh, Senja, the lens frequency variance should be able to be sharpened. Good. Now, bring the pulse waveform interface. Septimus, uh, narrow the spectrum. I'll just... Uh, and, and we can... Uh... Interesting. That's... a whole lot of time in F10 decimal 7. And a quite intense degree of convection current disruption. When these peaks, our comms will be useless. Ours and everyone else's on this side of Jupiter, if they can't get effective shielding into place. Timeline's moved up. That does seem to be the case. Space is about to get very, very quiet. I'm sorry to have disturbed you, Miss Westcott, but it seemed prudent to pass along. Do you have any idea what time it is? No. We operate on Pacific Standard Time here, but the information I have- You are calling me in Beijing. I understand. However, it was vital that I tell you- Mr. Novak, when you were hired, you told us you were an independent, self-directed researcher. Yet, somehow, you have found it necessary to come me no less than 15 times since you've been on the station. Each time, you present me with more questions and fewer answers. It's doctor. I need information, Mr. Novak. Information I can use. Not questions. Not theories. You told me you could produce them, and you are not. I have begun to think we should have chosen another individual for the grant, as you seem to agree with Paige and those other alarmists he works with. I'm simply listening to the facts. Your very expensive time there is not being funded by my company in order to give you a chance to pursue your pet theories. You are there to show once and for all that there is no upcoming solar event and that even should there be one, it will be mild, as all previous events have been. You are to advocate for individual choice in solar protective gear. You are not to fall victim to this hysteria. I do not want you to come again until you can perform as you are supposed to. Do you understand? That is not at all. Do you understand? Ms. Westcott, I think you misunderstand both who I am and my role here. I was not hired by your company. I received a grant administered by the Westcott Provena Endowment for the Sciences. I am a scientist. As such, I find facts. 
facts remain true whether or not they support or disprove what one wishes they would. They cannot be manipulated to prove a point other than the truth. I am not here to manufacture answers that suit your narrative, and I cannot be bullied into doing so. I will not- No, Mr. Novak, you are the one who misunderstands. I encourage you to figure out which side your bread is buttered on before the endowment board meeting. Otherwise, you might find that the generous grant that you're so proud of has suddenly dried up. Don't come me again until you've got what I need. I know there's a brute force solution to it. To stroke its look. No way, the point of the game is that it's look-based. It isn't. That is... it is. But only to a point. I think that if you keep track of which pieces come up, within four rounds there will start to be a pattern, and you can predict... Oh, hello, Septimus. Hey, Tim. Good afternoon, Dr. Cotonescu, Dr. Medina, Dr. Redfeld. Hey. Please, don't let me interrupt you. No, no, it's all good. We weren't doing anything important. Thank you. Come on in. Take a seat. You're allowed to be in the common area. You know, Septimus, you don't have to stay in the labs or your quarters. I know, Dr. Reitfeld. Thank you. I appreciate the invitation. So, Septimus, what do your latest numbers look like? My readings seem to have been stabilized, and I think I'm coming closer to being able to make an accurate projection. Ah, uh, Danielle! Can we just leave work in the labs? But work is why we're here. Ah, we do spend a great deal of our waking hours immersed in solar research. Perhaps it is good to take some time away from that. That's the first human thing I've heard you say since you got here. I have a rather focused work ethic, Dr. Medina. I often forget that humans need leisure. I'll say, I didn't think you knew the word leisure. Marcus? No, Dr. Reisfeld. Dr. Medina is correct. I have been rather rigid in my interactions with you. I intend to try to change that. I have begun to realize that this was an error in my approach. You mean, you were wrong? Never thought I'd hear you say that. I believe a good scientist knows when to admit he's made an error. I would like to tell you all that I find your work to be exemplary, and that I am sorry it took me five and a half months to recognize the level at which you all function. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Tim, Miss <coughs> Septimus. Thank you, Septimus. You're welcome. Not to pry, but this is a rather dramatic change. Did something happen? That is, are you all right? I am physically well. 
I have, however, been forced to confront some prior-held assumptions and reevaluate my opinions about several issues and people. <sighs> I see. Sounds rough. That can be a hard adjustment to make. Yes. It is, I think, important that one be able to trust one's colleagues. I would like to begin to build that trust with you. I believe our work here is more important than I realized. I'm glad you understand now. Marina Westcott showed her true face, didn't she? I knew she would. You can't trust people like that, especially if they're giving you money. Because then they think they own you. Leave it, Marcus. If we're done reframing our interactions, Septimus, maybe you can weigh in. Do you think you can brute force solve Stroke of Luck? You know, the game. I've been telling Marcus it's just a matter of counting tokens, but he doesn't believe me. Because it's about luck. I would likely need to do some of the math, but I think there should only be, what, 480 combinations of tokens. I imagine that you could. Mr. Wigan, I need to word that this information will be broadcast immediately, and as widely as possible. I'm not talking to you to give you an edge over other networks. I... the system needs to hear what's really going on. Sure, sure. That's what I do. Get the real information to the people. Should have known this is bigger than they're letting on. The editors wouldn't have pushed back when I started digging into that leaked report of the mainstream narrative where all there was. Okay, lay it on me. Off the record? I thought the point was you going on the record. Oh, well, yes, of course, I meant, uh, I'm concerned. You're concerned about backlash. On to who, exactly? You've already been blacklisted since you stepped up as the author. Yes. Yes, I know. My career is as good as over, but after the storm, my people will find themselves needing further work. I don't want to imperil their careers. They don't deserve to come down with me. But... But even if they never work again, the potential cost far outweighs with five individuals. So what are we talking here? How much of that report was true? All of it. All of the data. A system-wide disaster. Complete communication breakdown. Death toll on terror alone significantly higher than the Febris pandemic. Plus a secondary wave of casualties from starvation or, or, or to deprivation from disruptive shipping. Radiation exposure that dwarfs the Fukushima tragedy. Fucking shit. You sure? Yes, of course I'm sure. Do you think I want to be right about this? That I've enjoyed ruining the reputation I've built over a nearly 50-year career? I would love to be wrong. I would have made all the sacrifices happily if it meant we weren't facing this. Okay, take it easy. I'm just trying to be thorough. So, what about the other parts? The language, the anti-Terran sentiment? It got people's attention. So, it wasn't real? You didn't write it? 
Yes, I wrote it, but no, it's not real. It was the only way I could get anyone to pay attention. God knows I tried everything else first. You got people's attention. You also gift-wrapped a reason to dismiss the thing outright. I... I hadn't considered that. You know, you're the fifth right-line channel I approached. No one else would take my calls. Yeah, well... They're reporters. They get paid to look pretty on calm, not to dig their teeth into a story and shake it till the truth comes out. I'm a journalist, Mr. Page, and a real journalist will never try to contain the truth. Damn few real journalists in the system, then. You're telling me. So, had you sent the data out before the report you leaked? Yes. I started at Stanford. Asked them to recommend safety measures immediately to the Terran governments. They very politely expressed their gratitude and told me to please get back to the business of doing science and stay out of politics. And then? I went to the governments directly. They were worse than university. They wouldn't even hear me out. And when was this? Ten months ago. I... I only went to Westcott Provina because I was desperate. The aerospace company? The one that's been leading the anti-evacuation activism? You talked to them? Yes. They're... They're one of our biggest donors. Marina Westcott hosted the notable names in the Heliology dinner last year. I thought she, at least, uh, I hadn't realized... I approached Marina Westcott with my theories and recommendations a little over five months ago. Tried to turn over the entirety of my data to the company's R&D department directly. She turned me down and... She said there was another way. She said that controversy sells. She said if I wanted to get people to listen to what I was saying, I needed to spice it up. Spice it up? Make it interesting. Make people mad. So I did. You changed the language. It, it was all I could think to do. No one was listening, the readings kept getting worse, and there had been no action, so I, I followed the advice. And I sent it back to her. God, God help me, I, I thought she was on our side. And she wasn't. She held it back. The report? Yes. She had a new version for four months. Said she was waiting for the right time to release when it would make the most impact. In the meantime, Westcott Provina created a specific grant for a new research position here. Sent a new astrophysicist here, supposedly to assist with the research. And fool that I was, I still thought she was trying to help. Marina Westcott released the revised report two weeks ago. And then spoke out against it. Causing global protests and stopping all forward motion towards preparing. Why? I ask myself exactly this question, Mr. Wigan, and I cannot for the life of me figure out the answer. So I told him if he couldn't support me and my career goals, well, we just weren't compatible long term. I, I hated feeling like I'd wasted three years, but, but I wasn't going to let myself lose out on the opportunity because of sunk cost. Hell, we actually ended up being better friends anyway. Now that he doesn't have to feel emasculated by the fact that he'll always be less interesting to me than a G-Tab Yellow Dwarf, well, he's way more fun. <laughs> Good for you. 
I don't know what I would have done if my husband had had a problem with my taking disposition. There would have been some hard conversations. I'm just lucky enough to be married to a man who can survive on his own while I spend six months inside the sun. If that ain't true love, I don't know what is. He's a keeper, that's for sure. Of course, it helps that we didn't get married until we'd both finished both our studies and suing a wild oats. Still. She's coming on. I want to hear this. I don't know why you listen to this. It's never good news, especially this one. Modu's going to get hung out to dry. Despite continued pleas from scientists, life continues unchanged in the majority of North American Terran nations. Oculohelio station staff, who just yesterday confirmed the authenticity and accuracy of the report leaked earlier this week predicting coming disaster, are being called aggressively incorrect by the newly formed coalition Scientists for Unbiased Solar Study. Felicity Fumero, Nova News Network, Redline U142. For the past year, scientists aboard the Oculohelio station deep within Sol's corona have been collecting and interpreting data regarding the sun's magnetic, electrochemical, and seismic changes. Last week, a report containing highly inflammatory language, and at the time reportedly written by facility head Maju Page, was released to several redline stations. The report contained urgent warnings of a solar event, the likes of which have not been seen before in the system. Yesterday, Dr. Page came forward confirming his authorship of the document and apologized for the language he had used. It was both unprofessional and inaccurate, he said in a pre-recorded statement. However, language notwithstanding, the data itself is fundamentally correct. The storm is coming and evacuation efforts must begin immediately. Dr. Page's statement was met with disagreement, ranging from verbal opposition to calls for violence. The alternative solar research group, Scientists for Unbiased Solar Science, have denounced both Page's research and his apology as disingenuous and without basis in factual reality. SUSS, which is headed by Pascal Ramirez, an economist whose previous work has explored the economic benefits of cutting excess services from social safety net programs, has already begun to publish their analysis of the data on the nets, data they state has been grossly misrepresented by Oculohelio scientists. They clearly have an agenda, Ramirez said at a press conference Thursday. What do you expect coming from the alarmist and anti-Terran educational system? Even had they correctly read the numbers, their apparent adherence to the idea that there is no acceptable loss lacks understanding of the economic big picture. While Triple N has reached out to Dr. Page for a follow-up comment, no response has been received at the time of broadcast. That's it? I thought it could have easy. Things could have been a lot worse. She... The network treated that... That sacrilege of science as though it were just as valid as our work. S-U-S-S. Pascal Dam Ramirez. He's a goddamn economist. She even said that... And somehow he's qualified to speak about... I bet he doesn't even know what H-alpha classification is. And no response has been received at the time of broadcast? We just got the message. Doesn't she understand there's a time difference? How are we supposed to... We work on... I don't believe... I don't want to say I told you so. What is wrong with people? They weigh... 
acceptable losses against the economic big picture. Is everything all right, Mr. Wigan? Your message sounded as though- No, I am not goddamned all right. They torpedoed the story. It's not going to air. They- what? Who? Why? The board. The fucking pencil pushers who sit up there behind their desks and think they can play God with what the public does and doesn't get to hear. So, it, you aren't going to report on what I told you? Not on what you told me, or on any other fucking thing on Terra. They're sending me to goddamn Saturn. I don't understand. Then let me spell it out for you. The powers that be at Nova brought down the iron fist of censorship. Fear-mongering, stirring up civil unrest, exaggerating the risks. My ass. What they really mean is that we'd be poking Westcott Provina with a stick and they can't take the heat. Goddamn cowards. So it won't be aired? Any of it? That's what I'm fucking saying. <sighs> Alright. What is the next step? <laughs> there is no goddamn next step. Didn't you hear me? I'm being sent to Saturn. And they're sending Felicity with me. Just because she spoke up. Ah. I see. And I suppose there's no hope in going to another red line. No one is going to touch this. Well... I suppose that's it then. There's nothing else we can do. Dr. Peter, are you seeing this? Uh, what are you talking about? On the comm. The West Copperfeen, a new product revealed. Turn on the red light. QVC, U341. Not right now, Marcus. Uh, I'll watch the recording later. I'm in the middle of... Uh... God damn it, Modu. Turn it on. Years in development and finally ready to be released. And we're proud to announce we'll be partnering with three North American governments to roll out this new and exciting technology. The California Broadcasting Republic, New Texarkana, and the Northern Republic of States will all be joining in partnership with Westcott Provina to bring O2, our patented ozone layer replacement shields, to major cities all over North America. Solar radiation is a very real and rapidly increasing threat to human life. In fact, top scientists have discovered that there will very likely be a record-breaking solar event within our lifetime. It's a problem, and O2 is the solution. Enjoy peace of mind. Enjoy security. Enjoy the sun. Without the risk. Creating with a proprietary process and unique technology, the O2 shield bubble can be placed higher in the atmosphere than any habitat dome currently on the market. It's rated for almost 98% reduction in harmful solar rays. And unlike traditional bubbles, it does not extend fully to the ground, creating that frustrating barrier that currently surrounds traditional bubbles. With tether points varying from two to five stories up, O2 is placed where you need it not where you don't, avoiding unsightly bubble distortion on the horizon and saving billions in material costs. The full technical specs for the O2 shield can be found. So, that's why. That's all. That is why she was willing to let the entire system suffer. My God of Marcella. 
Ten minutes. That's all? Seems like it's all happening really fast. We've known it was coming for months. Yeah, but now it's... real. Nine minutes. Colleagues, friends, thank you for the work you've done here. The Oculo Helios station's performance far exceeded any expectations I had for it. You have, through hard work and dedication, learned more about soul and cycles than has been known at any other point in human history. We, together, predicted the coming of a catastrophe nearly one year before its arrival, and we did what we could to save to mitigate the worst of its effects. And we have, in some places, there are orbitals and stations that have shielded themselves. Ships that will survive the storm because of our information. We have done what we could, done more than we could. And it is of none of you that we could not do more. As your director, I should have- Done exactly what you did. Modu, you went above and beyond. And don't think we don't all know what it costs you. We are not going to let you take the blame for... What? Not being able to force people to listen? But I tried harder. Made them... That's bullshit! Excuse my language, but... You did everything you could. Hell, you did more than that. So don't waste your time in self-flagellation. <laughs> all right, then. Thank you, all of you, for being here, for working with me, for everything you've put into this station and its research. Five minutes. Rough times are coming for the whole system. We might be in the best position of all of them to weather this, even as close as we are. The shielding on the station can protect us against anything short of a supernova. But we'll be on our own for a while. When everything is over, we'll need to help ourselves. And I hope, reach out to others in the system to help them. By fitting you in our equipment. So, a toast. I bought this single mascot when I was accepted to graduate school. Roger Young, 59, one of the best liquors in the system. I planned to open it when I could say honestly I had solved one of the mysteries of the sun. It seems appropriate to do it now. So, to the Oculo Helios Solar Research Facility and solving the mysteries of... Well, comms are still working. For now. What the hell is going on up there? How are you doing this? Miss Westcott, I see the effects of the storm's approach of rich terror. The comms are going crazy. We've lost contact with our satellite. What is happening? What is happening is exactly what I told you would happen. Exactly what we predicted. Impossible! Not here! We've got shielding! It's Westcott Provina! Top of the line! I'm sorry, Miss Westcott. Novak, tell me what's happening. You're still my employee. I pay your salary. You owe me. Tell me what's going on and how we stop it. I owe you nothing. 
Miss Westcott, since my first day here, I have wanted nothing but the truth. To understand. To know. When I found it, I tried to share that truth with you. You wouldn't hear it. You wanted me to lie. To fabricate a story to sell your products. You refused to hear the truth because it wasn't marketable. And now, the truth has come back to bite you. How to stop it? We can't, Miss Westcott. Nothing any of us can do will stop it now. People will die. Cities will fall. And it will be because you valued your bottom line above human life. I can only hope that you are one of the first this storm takes to hell. How dare you talk to me like that? This isn't my fault. I had nothing to do with it, and I refuse to blame for it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Breathing Space, Fading Frontier. This episode, Advanced Readings in Theoretical Helioseismology, was written by Lisa Guente, directed by Lisa Guente, and edited by Eric Seguente. Dr. Modu Page was voiced by Luca. Dr. Septimus Novak was voiced by M. German. Dr. Sandra Ratfeld was voiced by Cam Clark. Dr. Danielle Kodonescu was voiced by Christina McLean. Dr. Marcus Medina was voiced by Tom Freitag. Marina Westcott was voiced by Lilf. Felicity Fumero was voiced by Paige Elena. Newton Wigan was voiced by David Lusiter. Our theme, Blues for the Black, was composed by Michael Frotog with vocals by Jeremiah and lyrics by Scott Paladin. You can find more links to learn about our cast and crew in the show notes and more information about our show at our website, breathingspace.lawofnames.com. Breathing Space, Fading Frontier is a Law of Names production.